0: Amateur Radio Newsline Report Number Twenty Three Eighteen, with a release date of Friday, April First, Twenty Twenty Two. To follow in five, four, three, two, one. The following is a QST: A expeditioner and Humanitarian becomes a Silent Key. Radio Triumph, atop the Caribbean's highest point. And special report from Newsline's April Fool's Day correspondent, Pierre Pullen-My-Leg. All this and more as Amateur Radio Newsline report number 2318 comes your way right now.
1: From around
2: the world, this is Newsline. Amateur Radio's first independent on-the-air news and bulletin service. Now, reporting from Wadsworth, Ohio, here's Stephen Kinford. N8WB.
0: We begin this week with news of the death of a beloved de-expeditioner who touched the world in more ways than by radio. Ed Durant, 5 lp has that story.
3: Hams around the world are grieving the death of the noted de-expeditioner and humanitarian known as Zorro, J-H-1-A-J-T. Zorro, whose name was Yasuo Miyasawa, became a silent key at 72 years of age on March 22nd. He had been diagnosed with cancer. Known as much for his optimistic outlook on life and his generous heart, Zorro was a key part of DX expeditions in Yemen, Laos, Ethiopia, and Bhutan, to name a few. In 2015, Zorro received the Intrepid Spirit Award from the Intrepid DX Group for his achievements in Eritrea, Myanmar, and Bangladesh. His many humanitarian efforts include the establishment of a prep school in Japan that specializes in the education of students with special needs and his gifts of thousands of dollars to programs in Myanmar to serve the nation's medical and educational needs. Zorro also created and endowed the humanitarian aid fund of the International DX Association. A statement from one of the association's directors, Ralph Fedor, K0IR, lauded Zorro as a skilled operator who mentored and encouraged less experienced operators. The statement also praised him for his humanity. The statement said, quote, Through his schools and his humanitarian trips in Asia and Africa, he brought a better life to all of those he touched. The statement went on to add The world lost a great man. He was truly a brother to us all. From amateur radio newsline, Ahmed Durant, DD5LP.
0: Shortwave radio signals coming from the United States have been sending comfort in the form of music and recorded messages of hope to people in Ukraine and Russia. We hear those details from Skeeter Nash, N5ASH.
4: Using the power of a 100,000 watt shortwave transmitter in Tennessee, two radio amateurs are using the additional power of rock and roll to send some upbeat moments to the people of Ukraine and Russia. Ted and Holly Randall. WB-8PUM and KG-4WXV operate shortwave AM broadcast station WTWW, located in a warehouse building from their nearby home. The transmitter is overseen by the couple's son, David, KG-4WXW. Music isn't the only thing the couple has been transmitting. They are broadcasting recorded messages left by callers to the radio station, carrying messages of hope and encouragement, to be received on the small shortwave receivers many of the Ukrainian listeners have. Ted Randall told the local TV station, WVLT, quote, These people are listening in bunkers, they are listening in shelters, and those little radios, that's the type of radio they are listening on, end quote. As a ham, Ted also recognizes that radio's power goes beyond any mere measurement in wattage. He told the TV station, quote, If we can touch lives through radio, then that's our responsibility end quote. For Amateur Radio Newsline, I'm Skeeter Nash, N5ASH.
0: There was a celebration in the Dominican Republic where one radio amateur achieved his longtime goal atop the Caribbean's highest point. Jim Meachin ZL2BHF, brings us his story.
5: There was nothing easy about the climb up Pico Duarte, the highest point in the Dominican Republic. Indeed, the highest point in the Caribbean. But Yudi Mate, HI5YJM, wasn't looking for this to be easy. When he set off on the morning of Saturday March 12th with a group of 20 or so hikers, he was looking for a challenge. Yudi found it there in the Jose del Carmen Ramirez National Park. His goal was to successfully make the climb and then activate the peak. He and his fellow hikers battled a steep path and faced strong winds, but within an hour of operating, Udi had a log he could be proud of. He told Newsline in an email that operating on 2 meters FM, he first contacted Carlos HI5CBB, followed by Gabriel HI8GSP. He made 11 contacts within the hour. He had also hoped to operate on 20 metres QRP, but told Newsline that conditions made that impossible. Pico Duarte has an elevation of 3,098 metres, or 10,164 feet, and to Yudi that marked the height of his success. For Amateur Radio Newsline, I'm Jim Meachin, Zadil 2BHF. The former call
0: sign of a friend, leader, and influential YL who became a silent key two years ago is now the call sign of a club she called home. Dave Parks, WB8ODF, brings us the details.
1: You can detect the presence of Connie Ballantyne twice among her friends in the Circle Amateur Radio Club. You'll find her in the name of the club itself, which is an acronym for Connie's International Radio Communicators, Linking Electronically. And now you'll find it in the club's call sign too, KB0ZSG, which had been Connie's call sign until she became a silent key in February 2020 from breast cancer. Connie's worldwide legacy included an international D-Star net held Sundays at 7 p.m. Central Time in the U.S. As many as 150 hams check in regularly from around the world. Club president Stephen Reiners, KC9SIO, told Newsline that during the seven-hour net that followed shortly after Connie's death, Hams pressed for the net's name to be changed to honor her. They asked if her call sign could be obtained for the club. Stephen said, quote, they have all given me the best advice throughout this long, difficult process, End quote. Stephen, who had been Connie's main backup as net control since 2013 is now working with the club members on a third way to keep Connie's presence among them, establishing a D star repeater bearing her call sign to be permalinked to Reflector 91C. He said the net had been hosted there for nearly two years, thanks to Clayton, VK7ZCR, Ian, VK3JS, Nigel, VK3GY, and Phil, VK3PG. Oh, and it's no surprise the reflector is known affectionately as 91C. For Connie. For Amateur Radio Newsline, I'm Dave Parks, WB8ODF.
0: When they're not sending CW, many hams just like to chat. And sometimes those rag chews are about CW. Now there's a new home for discussions such as these. Jim Dameron, N8TMW, tells us more.
6: Morse code enthusiasts around the world have been checking into a new DMR talk group that's been launched by the Long Island CW Club. Talk Group 59973 is on the TGIF network and is open to anyone with an interest in or curiosity about using CW. Traffic is slowly building on the Talk Group and activity goes on around the clock. Hams engage in general rag-chews, handle technical questions, or use the Talk Group to make a date to get on one of the HF frequencies for a CUSO using CW. Hams with hotspots as well as those with TGIF repeater access are able to check in once they've registered their DMR ID with the network at TGIF.network. Then they simply push to talk and put their call sign out there. For Amateur Radio Newsline, I'm Jim Dameron, NATMW.
0: The National Radio Center of Bletchley Park has opened its doors again following a brief COVID-related closure. Jeremy Boot, G4NJH, brings us up to date about returning to visit.
3: Visitors are again welcome at the RSGB National Radio Center at Bletchley Park. The center reopened on Monday the 28th of March, having been shut after many members of its volunteer team had fallen ill with COVID-19. While visitors are still encouraged to wear face masks, they are not now mandatory. Amateur radio operators will have to wait a little longer to operate from the GB3RS amateur radio station on site, however, as it remains unavailable. The radio room itself is open, however, and groups may visit in small numbers. RSGB members will be allowed to use their vouchers for free entry to the centre, and it is no longer necessary to book arrival times in advance. For Amateur Radio Newsline, I'm Jeremy Boot, G4NJH. Time
0: for you to identify your station. We are the amateur radio newsline heard on bulletin stations around the world, including the J88CU repeater on Fridays at 6.30pm local time in Kingstown, St. Vincent and the Grenadines. If you're going to Hamvention, get your tickets early for the AMSAT TAPR Banquet. The dinner is honoring a pioneer who became a silent key this year. Jack Parker, W8ISH, has the details.
2: One of the highlights of Dayton Hamvention weekend this May is expected to be the AMSAT Taper Banquet, which is being held in honor of APRS pioneer Bob Brunega, WB4APR. Bob, who became a silent key in February, developed the widely used packet system more than a quarter century ago, enabling real-time tracking and data transfer over amateur radio frequencies. The dinner is taking place on Friday, May 20th at 6.30 p.m. local time and will showcase Bob's life and achievements. Tickets are $57 for each and must be pre-purchased no later than Friday, May 13th from the AMSAT store. They will not be sold at the AMSAT booth. The banquet will take place at the Kohler Presidential Banquet Center in Kettering, Ohio, a 20-minute drive from Hamvention at the Fairgrounds in Xenia. For Amateur Radio Newsline, I'm Jack Parker, W8ISH.
0: With the help of a radio telescope in South Africa, mysterious radio circles in space are becoming a little less mysterious. Graham Kemp, VK4BB, tells us about that telescope's recent discovery.
7: The South African Radio Astronomy Observatory has captured the most detailed images to date of what is known as ORCs, for odd radio circles. In a discovery astronomers are calling unprecedented. The circles themselves are nothing new. The first three were discovered in 2019 by astronomers at Australia's National Science Agency, CSIRO, using the Australian Square Kilometre Array Pathfinder. Archival data from radio telescope imagery in India in 2013 contained the fourth image. The Australian radio telescope identified a fifth one last year. Now, scientists are curious as to why ORCs show up in radio waves but are undetected by optical or X-ray telescopes. Astronomers theorise that the huge circles take about 1 billion years to reach their maximum size. Their diameter, said to be 10 times the diameter of the Milky Way, measuring about a million light-years across, and some have galaxies at their centres. ORCs beam out radio signals every 18 minutes on average, but little else is known about them. That could change. Scientists said that with the newest images from South Africa's high-resolution radio telescope, they may be a bit closer to understanding them better. From Amateur Radio Newsline, I'm Graham Kemp, VK4BB.
0: An anniversary celebration for scouting gets on the air on Saturday, April 2nd, in the form of Parks on the Air activation. The 10 Mile River Scout Camp Amateur Radio Club and the Fairlawn Amateur Radio Club will be operating with the call sign K2T from Bear Mountain State Park, Pota Park K-2010 in Rockland County, New York. The hams are marking 100 years since the founding of the New York City Boy Scout Foundation by Franklin D. Roosevelt who was governor of New York State at the time. It will be a multi-band slash mode operation. A commemorative QSL card will be available. See K2T's page on QRZ for details. In the world of DX, Israel is celebrating its 74 years as an independent nation, and hams are using special prefixes. 4X74 and 4Z74 between the 5th and 11th of May. QSL cards via LOTW or individual operators. You may also hear the call signs during the Holy Land contest on April 15th and 16th. In West Malaysia, Alex, SQ9UM is using the call sign 9M2 slash SQ9UM from Kuala Lumpur until March 31st. Be listening on 40 to 6 meters where Alex will be using CWSSB and FT8 slash FT4 QSL via his home call sign. In Nepal, Matt Jazz, S57MK, will be calling QRZ on various HF bands on 9N7MK during the trekking sessions on Mount Everest between April 2nd and 23rd. Watch as QRZ pays for QSL details. Finally, with the arrival of April 1st, April Fool's Day. Newsline brings our special April Fool's Day correspondent, Pierre Pullin' Leg. Out of retirement, we offer his very special report here. A good day to you, mes amis. It is I, Pierre
8: Pullin' My Leg, with yet another Amateur Radio Newsline exclusive report. <laughs> so exclusive is this that no one, not even the people in this story, know that this is news. So exclusive that not even you, dear listeners, know that this is news. Now, I, Pierre Puller, my leg, do not even know that this is news. But we announce this week that history is made. (laughs) The makers of the world's amateur radios have signed a contract with the makers of the world's automobiles to build the RIGMOBILE, an HF transceiver that seats up to four passengers with plenty of cargo space and has the optional roof rack and bubble head doll on the dashboard. <laughs> now, you can work DX and drive there afterward to deliver your QSL card personally. <laughs> Why rely on the lousy post office. Uh, Now, on acceleration, she is fantastic. You will reach speeds of 300,000 kilometers per second. That is the speed of light. And no authorities, except the communications regulators, can make you stop. After all, you already have your ticket, yeah? The rigmobile means no more annoying hours spent wiring your car and cursing. You get behind the wheel, and QRZ is as close as your accelerator pedal. <laughs> what could be better? <laughs> <coughs> well, uh, sources have told PR on My Legs that there are talks now with makers of the world's small. Passenger airplanes for a flying transceiver. (laughs) The Skyrig. That seems the best way to bust that pileup we're expecting on a bouvet (laughs) island. For now, this is PR pulling my leg saying... Au
0: revoir mes amis. with thanks to AMSAT, ARRL CQ magazine CNN David Bihar k7 DB DX world.net facebook nature.com Ohio Pen DX Paul Ewing n6 PSE qrz.com radio Society of Great Britain Ralph fedor k0 IR Southgate Amateur radio news shortwave radio.d soda reflector Stephen Rayners, kc9 i sio taPR Twitter, UD Marte, H-I-5-Y-J-M, and you, our listeners. That's all from the Amateur Radio Newsline. You can write to us at newsline at arnewsline.org. We remind our listeners that Amateur Radio Newsline is an all-volunteer, nonprofit organization that incurs expenses for its continued operation. If you wish to support us, please visit our website at arnewsline.org and know that we appreciate you all. For now, with Karen Eve Murray, K-2-G-U-T at the desk in New York and I, news team worldwide. I'm Stephen Kinford, N8WB in Wadsworth, Ohio, saying 73, and as always, we thank you for listening. Amateur Radio Newsline is copyright 2022, all rights reserved.